You're listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, First or Kings, around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style, and we're glad that you can join us on this Monday. That's right, it's a Monday, you all, and we had a great weekend. We started our weekend out after the broadcast. We drove up to Chillicothe, Ohio, and preached at Yellowbud. And we just had a great time, had a great turnout Friday night and Saturday. Got to see some old friends, meet some new friends, and just had a great time with the church up there. Appreciate Brother Jordan and uh, Sister Karen and Brother Ray and all the uh, staff and leaders of the church up there taking care of me while I was up there. Also, uh, Sister Karen, you will be glad to know that just about all of the pecan pie is gone. I may have two pieces. I doubt it, but I may have. And uh, so uh, we we just love her homemade pecan pies. They're they're just great. And uh, it's all you can say about it. You just have to you just have to try one to understand what I'm talking about. And uh, so thank you for the hospitality. Thank you for the uh, food and, and uh, just welcoming 
me year after year to be with you all during your homecoming service. That was their 60th homecoming anniversary. That's just a great, great milestone, if you will. And the elder brother, Jordan, started the church. And then now the younger brother, Jordan, is the pastor. And I think it's interesting how that everything just takes a full circle and comes right back right back home. So uh, we, again, appreciate all the hospitality and all the kind things uh, said and done for us while we was in Yalabud. Then we come home, and yesterday we had uh, two great services at CAC with a baptism. Yeah, we baptized one yesterday. And uh, also we had... Uh, we had uh, a great service over at Pikeville, and uh, still got some folks out though. I gotta, I gotta send out a posse and and round them up because uh, they missed. This makes about three services they missed, so I gotta see see where they're at. But uh, I usually give everybody at least two services. Uh, before I contact them because sometimes people sick, sometimes people's gone on vacation, different things. So I just uh, wait until uh, after the second time they miss, and then I give them a courtesy contact. So uh, we'll be doing that today. But what we're going to do right now, we're going to start our CAC Daily iCast. Glad you could join us today. Hope you'll stick around for the end of the broadcast because we got some great stuff lined up between now and the bottom of the hour. Between now and the bottom of the hour, we got a little bit of uh, Bible reading. We got our trivia question. We got our weather report. And boy, is it cool down here in East Kentucky today. And uh, the high is just going to be around 50 or so. Currently, it's 44 degrees. Oh. I don't know, 44 degrees. And uh, in some places in West Virginia, uh, they were talking about snow flurries. And it's already snowing in the upper, upper northern tier of the U.S. Northern lakes over in the Canada is already snowing up there. So yeah, wintertime's just around the corner. And uh, we might as well get ready for it. But uh we had uh, some great things happen this weekend. We want to see some great things happen today. So we want to jump right in and get started. And, of course, uh, we always like to uh, give our prayer requests and uh, announcements. So let's just start with the announcements. And, of course, uh, looking at the announcements we have uh, coming up, we want you to be a part of any and all of these uh, because uh, it's very important that you uh, mark these down so you don't miss any. If you want to be in the CAC Christmas program this year, the sign-up sheet is on the back podium. Make sure you sign up now. CAC Homecoming Service, Saturday, October the 21st. That's not this Saturday, but next Saturday, 7 p.m. Sunday, October the 22nd at 11 a.m. And it's going to be Brother George Scott's going to be with us again this year. And so we're glad about that. Trunk or Treat this year, Tuesday, October 31st, 6 to 8 p.m. Harvest Time Crusade coming up Friday, November the 17th, 7 p.m., Brother Buddy Puckett. Saturday, November the 18th, 7 p.m., Brother James Chesser. And Sunday, November the 19th, 11 a.m., Brother Michael Maupin. Then we're going to be celebrating our online celebration Tuesday, December the 5th, right here at CAC Daily ICAST as we celebrate our 10th anniversary. We started broadcasting Monday through Friday back in December, on December the 5th, 2013. So we will be celebrating our 10th anniversary online celebration. You don't want to miss it. And then our Christmas program will be Sunday, December the 10th at 6 p.m. New Year's Eve celebration, winding up the year, Sunday, December the 31st, 9 p.m. to after midnight. So, yeah, we're having a great time, and it's going to be soon the end of the year. So uh, make sure you join us for any and all of our services. Well, we want to... Uh, 
mention our prayer requests, and of course you can see all of them scrolling on your screen. But we also want to just mention the last 10. We want to remember Sister Pam Bartley. She will be having surgery tomorrow, so let's keep her in prayer. Let's remember uh, Scotty Belcher, Amber Lambert, Dora Allen, Sharon and Marvin Dunn, Paula Rowe. Uh, let's remember uh, Sid Lester's family. Everybody knows him around here as Big Sid. Uh, Big Sid passed away, so let's remember the family. Uh, let's remember my wife's cousin, and my wife's cousin is actually married to Big Sid, but let's remember my wife, my wife's cousin, uh, other cousin. Uh, his name is Reggie Joe Dotson. He lost his house and everything he owns in a fire, and uh, we helped him out. So if you would like to help out someone whose house has, uh, you know, been lost in a fire, you can do that. You can send that in to our uh, link, uh, simply go up to the top of the Facebook page. You'll see a place where you can click on a donation link and just put in there what it's for. And if you want to donate to help, uh, this person who lost everything in a house fire. Also, let's remember, uh, Pam Bartley, as we said, be having surgery. And also we want to remember Charles Wolford in prayer. So let's remember all of these, as we go to the Lord in prayer, if you have a prayer request, you can put those in the prayer, uh, in the comment section or in the chat room. You can also call in 606-282-4108 or send it to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty miraculous way today, that you would touch each and every one that has a need, whether it's a spiritual, physical, mental, uh, financial, whatever the need is, Lord, that they will find it by looking unto you. I pray, Lord, that you would touch Sister Pam Bartley, that as she faces her surgery, that you will guide the doctor's hands, the surgeon's hands, the nurses, anyone who has anything to do with her care, and that everything will be perfect in the surgery. I pray also, Lord, that you would touch Big Sid's family, and I pray that you would touch uh, Reggie Joe Dotson and, and make provision for him and let him see that because uh, you are providing for him, he can put his trust in you in everything. And Lord, we're asking for all your blessings upon each and every one who's watching today and all of those on our list as we give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Well, you know, uh, I'm not as young as I used to be. But who is, you know, who is? Here we go. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm dragging a little bit today. So if I sound a little draggy and I'm dragging and moving a little slow, it's because I am. I am. But let's just jump right in and have our reading in the Word today. We are reading in 1 Kings chapter 5. 1 Kings chapter 5. And Hiram, king of Tyre, sent his servants unto Solomon. For he had heard that they had anointed him king in the room of his father. For Hiram was ever a lover of David. And Solomon sent to Hiram, saying, Thou knowest how that David my father could not build an house unto the name of the Lord his God for the wars which were about him on every side, until the Lord put them under the soles of his feet. But now the Lord my God hath given me rest on every side, so that there is neither adversary nor evil occurrent. And behold, I purpose to build an house unto the name of the Lord my God, as the Lord spake unto David my father, saying, Thy son, whom I will set upon thy throne in thy room, he shall build an house unto my name. Now therefore... Command thou that they hew me cedar trees out of Lebanon, and my servants shall be with thy servants, and unto thee will I give hire for thy servants according to all that thou shalt appoint. For thou knowest that there is not among us any that can skill to hew timber like unto the Sidonians. And it came to pass when Hiram heard the words of Solomon that he rejoiced greatly and said, Blessed be the Lord this day, which hath given unto David a wise son over this great people. And Hiram sent to Solomon, saying, I have considered the things which thou sentest to me for, and I will do all thy desire concerning timber of cedar and concerning timber of fir. My servants shall bring them down from Lebanon unto the sea. 
and I will convey them by sea and floats unto the place that thou shalt appoint me, and will cause them to be discharged there, and thou shalt receive them. And thou shalt accomplish my desire in giving food for my household. So Hiram gave Solomon cedar trees and fir trees according to all his desire. And Solomon gave Hiram 20,000 measures of wheat for food to his household, and 20 measures of pure oil. Thus gave Solomon to Hiram year by year. And the Lord gave Solomon wisdom as he promised him. And there was peace between Hiram and Solomon, and they too made a league together. And King Solomon raised a levy out of all Israel, and the levy was 30,000 men. And he sent them to Lebanon, 10,000 a month by courses. A month they were in Lebanon, and two months at home, and Adoniram was over the levy. And Solomon had threescore and ten thousand that bear burdens, and fourscore thousand hewers in the mountains. Beside the chief of Solomon's officers, which were over the work, three thousand and three hundred, which ruled over the people that wrought in the work. And the king commanded, and they brought great stones, costly stones, and hewed stones to lay the foundation of the house. And Solomon's builders and Hiram's builders did hew them, and the stone squarers, so they prepared timber and stones to build the house. degrees on this Monday morning, October the 9th, as we come to you with another CAC Daily iCast. And uh, we just read through 1 Kings chapter 5. And of course, we're reading our way through the Old Testament. Once we get through the Old Testament, we're going to loop back through the New Testament. So if you stick around long enough, you can say you've read through the Bible right here on CAC Daily iCast. Well, looking at our weather it's going to just be a high of 60 today. I think I said 50 earlier, but it's 60 today. And the low is going to be 44, 65 tomorrow. And then Wednesday, oh, it's going to be a balmy 68 degrees. That's right. We better enjoy these. It's going to warm up just a little bit, and then it's going to bottom out again. It's going to be like a roller coaster uh, is what uh, the uh, weather folks are telling us that uh, it is uh, going to be one of them times that you have some warm days and sometimes you have some uh, cold days. But uh, nevertheless, we are at that time of year. And I tell you, the leaves are changing big time. I was driving back from Ohio yesterday, and I was just noticing along the ridges and, uh, and the mountains of how much uh, the leaves have turned, and they have truly uh, started, uh, really, uh, the farther north you go, the more they have turned. But uh, they said with this cold spell, because the nights are getting down in the 40s, 44, 42, it was 37 yesterday on my way to Sunday school. Yeah, 37 degrees. And uh, so... These cool nights and uh, warm days are going to cause the leaves to change quickly. So the peak will be here before you know it. And if you want to see a great sight, go to the Brakes Interstate Park. That is a park that is uh, on the Kentucky-Virginia border. And uh, they always, when you get up there on the overlooks and look over the mountains at, at the fall of the year, uh, it's always a great time. Uh, to just uh, view the beauty and handiwork of our God. So uh, with that said, uh, while you say let's uh, look at our uh, radar because it was raining earlier, but right now don't look like anything's going to happen because uh, we're just right here in this little portion of East Kentucky. But uh, you can see a passing shower from time to time. And, of course, when you start seeing these uh, – these um, showers to our west, and they're moving straight across and coming this way, well, you know that we're going to get a little bit more rain, and uh, so we might as well get ready for that off and on today, and that'll keep it 
a little cooler than normal. But uh, anyway, uh, glad you joined us, and we're hoping to have a cool time today in the studio as we not only have some uh, fun stuff, but we have coming up at the bottom of the hour in about eight minutes taking our break so we can start our teaching session. We're studying in the book of Revelation. It's a, uh, it's a complicated book, but something that we can look at and uh, dive into uh, and learn more. Also, most of you all have probably heard, uh, Saturday morning, uh, there was an attack on Israel. Israel is now in full-fledged war, um, hundreds, and I believe it was maybe six or hundred or more uh, Israelis have been killed, and uh, and it just seems like that the number keeps climbing. Every time you check back, it's it's higher. It started out at two hundred, and uh, now it's it's up higher, and. Uh, just the brutality of taking women and children, just slaughtering them. Uh, and so Israel is not going to sit by and let that happen. So they started the attack back on them. And uh, it's continuing the attack today. And, of course, it's evening time over there. It's like uh, maybe, uh, I don't know exactly how many hours difference, but um, Earlier this morning at nine o'clock, it was it was like five o'clock in the evening over there. So it's probably about six six twenty three over there in the evening, and uh, the war is escalating. And of course, we all know what the Bible says. And I, I've, I've, there was something said that really perked my ears up uh, this morning. There was a person. That's that got on the news, and what he said was something to the effect um, uh, that Israel is going to be surrounded by armies, and uh, and going to be uh, you know uh, all sorts of countries come against Israel in a unified effort, and if that's the case, if that's the case, and this is the time frame of the Bible and what it's talking about. It says, when you see Jerusalem compassed about with armies, then look up. Your redemption is drawing nigh. So with this latest uh, words, latest war, uh, latest conflict, uh, I think we ought to start looking up. I think we are on the brink of the coming of the Lord and, uh, you know, what we've read about, what we've talked about, all of those things is coming to pass just about on a daily basis. So we're glad that uh, you've joined us today. Hope that you are praying for the peace of Jerusalem. That's what we are to be doing right now is praying for the peace of Jerusalem and uh, and for Israel as a nation. Uh, let's jump right in and let's go to our 60 seconds with the pastor. Do you have a minute? Well, if you've got a minute, then you've got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Let's see if I can bring this up and get it started. And, uh, of course, in our prayers, we need, again, to be praying for the nation of Israel. Well. Well, that was uh, the Commonwealth Minute coming up, so I'm going to try to get <laughs> I'm going to try to get uh, the 60 seconds with the pastor. I told you it's going to be a Monday all day long. That's right, it's going to be a Monday all day long. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Richard D. McKinney, pastor of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Daniel chapter 4 and verse 35 says, And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing, and he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay his hand or say unto him, What doest thou? We find that Nebuchadnezzar began to praise and glorify the Lord because his sanity returned unto him. And while we are living in a world that seems to have lost its sanity, we too must turn to the Lord 
and give him honor and praise. All the people of the earth are as nothing compared to him because he does as he pleases, whether it's in heaven or on the earth. And that is 60 Seconds with the Pastor. And if you got a minute, then you got time for 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Well, let's do this right now and see if we can't get this taken care of. Let's see if I, I need to uh, get one little thing switched out here. And then I'll be able to do that. Told you it's going to be a Monday all day long. What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps Radio and Television Broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net. Click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world, that's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question. What number on the list of the Ten Commandments is honor thy father and thy mother? What number on the list of the Ten Commandments is honor thy father and thy mother? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we will have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast and speaking of results we do have the results of friday's trivia question well friday's trivia question was simply this what um, which book in the bible immediately precedes ezekiel and out of those that participated it looks like 100 percent of you got it Right. That's right. It's Lamentations. And so 100% of you got it correct. Thank you for participating in that trivia question. And today's trivia question, just simply, what number on the list of the Ten Commandments is honor thy father and thy mother? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily ICAST. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results on tomorrow's broadcast. And it's time for us to squeeze one more little thing in here. This is the Commonwealth Minute and your host, Richard Nelson. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. For the first time in U.S. history, a Speaker of the U.S. House of Representatives has been voted out. Kevin McCarthy of California lost his Speaker position after Congressman Matt Gates of Florida and seven other Republicans voted to oust him. But they needed the help of 208 Democrats. Gates resented McCarthy's last-minute deal to extend the debt ceiling, which avoided a partial government shutdown. It's not surprising that Democrats opposed McCarthy. But why did Republicans? It's a closely divided body with 221 Republicans and 212 Democrats, which makes it much more challenging to lead. 
Now, there's no clear frontrunner amongst Republicans for the speakership. While the vitriolic branch of the GOP may have accomplished their short-term goal, there will likely be long-term costs yet to be seen. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC4Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And that is the Commonwealth Minute. And Richard Nelson is the host. And that is from the Commonwealth Policy Center. Well, it is time for us to take our little break. And the reason we take a break, we got to clear up the lags so that we can record our teaching sessions, put them on the archives. People can watch them on their own time frame. So don't touch at any key. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net, whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606 606- 282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord everybody and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. We do want to make mention today that we want to uh, be praying for the nation of Israel. We want to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and uh, they are at all an all out war. This is not just a little uh, thing that they're skirmishing with each other. It's an all-out war. And uh, one of the um, American leaders uh, said that uh, it looks, uh, you know, like that uh, the state of Israel could be surrounded by uh, multiple, uh, if not uh, many, uh, other people. people that want to come against them in war and battle. And that just takes me back to where we read and and look in the Bible and we see that we are to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and that when we see uh, Jerusalem compassed about with uh, armies, then look up because our redemption is drawing nigh. So with that said, we need to be praying for the peace of Israel and Jerusalem and be praying for the protection. Uh, There was already, I think, nine Americans killed. And uh, so I just wanted to just open up the broadcast with that thought so that we can pray uh, for uh, Israel and pray for the nation uh, of Israel and and the peace of Jerusalem. So with that opening statement, I want to uh, go to the Lord in prayer today as we study 
And we're going to be studying lesson number 1093 of our study through the Word. And we will pick up and read the scripture here in just a moment. But I wanted to open up with the urgency that we pray for the peace of Jerusalem and the whole state of Israel. Because uh, we've already been warned by, I think it was Hamas or one of the others, that if we get involved in any way, and that just means supplying more ammunition that we would be uh, attacked. So this is this is not just a small thing, and uh, so you you know you've got you've got other countries. Iran is backing this, and and different countries. So uh, who knows what we're going to see in the next few days? Maybe even right here in the U.S. So let's be in much prayer for the peace of Jerusalem and the well-being of the state of Israel. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask the Lord to help us today in the broadcast as well as Israel. Lord, we come before your presence, and we know, Lord, that your word teaches us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We also want to pray for the protection of the whole state of Israel. We ask, Lord, that you would show your power in that land once again, put your protection around them, let them in this war and let them come out triumphant. Lord, I pray that you would move in a mighty miraculous way also for the broadcast today, that as we study your word, we will rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully, that we will all have a greater understanding of your word. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen, amen. Well, uh, with that uh, opening, uh, we want to pick up where we left off, and this would have been Friday. And we want to pick up in verse number uh, 6, and we're studying, like I said, we're studying in the book of Revelation. So we're going to pick up in verse number 6. And I beheld, and lo, in the midst of the throne, and of the four beasts, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb, as it had been slain having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent forth into all the earth. And he came and took the book out of the right hand of him that sat upon the throne. And when he had taken the book, he, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints." And they sung a new song, saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us unto our king, our God, kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Well, I want to stop right there as we go to the Lord in prayer once more and say, to the Lord, Lord, help us to rightly divide this uh, word that we can all get a greater revelation. That's what revelation is, a revealing of Jesus Christ. And uh, and that's really all you need to understand about revelation is it's a revealing of who Jesus is. And, um, of course, we're seeing future events and things like that, but it's all centered on how triumphant the God we serve is how triumphant our Savior, Lord and Savior is. So let's go to the Lord in prayer once again. Lord, we ask that you would bless the, the teaching today, help us to rightly divide it, expound it fully as we give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen, amen. Well, um, I was uh, looking at uh, uh, chapter 5, and of course, um, when you start looking at... Uh, the previous verses, we talked about this on Friday, John began to weep because there was no man worthy to break the seals and meet the conditions necessary to redeem uh, fallen man. And so he was told by one of the elders not to weep, for the line of the tribe of Judah had prevailed to open the book. Jesus is called the lion, which speaks of his, his power, his deity, and also the lamb, which speaks of his 
humanity or sacrifice. So we know it's talking about Jesus here. And then we see that uh, John saw Jesus having seven horns and seven eyes. This revealed Jesus possessing the attributes of all power and all knowing, all knowledge. And so uh, he was and is all-powerful and all-knowing. He's omniscient. He is uh, omnipotent, uh, omnipotent, I should say, omnipotent. Uh, he is um, he is all-knowing. He's, he's uh, able to do all things because he is all-powerful, all-powerful and all-knowing. Only Jesus... The lamb who was slain at Calvary was found worthy to take this book. And we talked a little bit. You have to go back and watch the previous teaching if you want to get into the Jewish history about the book that was sealed uh, until somebody wanted to buy back or redeem what was written in the book. And so um, this is why this, uh, this uh, I guess, type and shadow and illustration is given that the lamb took the book and was worthy to loose the seals. Why? Because Jesus redeemed us. Jesus redeemed us. He bought us back. He is the one that allowed us to get out of the clutches of sin and death and, uh, and, and away from the influences of uh, the devil. So he loosed the seals. So, uh, he was going to redeem fallen man, and because of his sacrifice on Calvary, that made him worthy, him worthy to uh, to loose the seals. Now, when we get into um, verse 8, and I want to just kind of back up uh, because it says, when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before Notice who they fall down before, the lamb. Why? Because the lamb is Jesus, and Jesus is God. And so, therefore, it was only uh, revealing. And remember, revelation is the revealing of Jesus Christ, not the revealing so much of things coming, but the revealing of Jesus Christ. It's called the revelation of Jesus Christ. So now these beasts, and these four and twenty elders fall down before the Lamb. There's worship in heaven. Now the worship is centered on the Lamb. The latter part of, of Revelation 5 reveals to us in a small measure the nature of worship before the throne of God. You know, we sometimes are very quiet compared to the praise that's going on in heaven. I tell people this all the time. When we come to church, we should not be quiet. We should not be people that just sit. We should not be people that just want to hear something read and then just uh, say, okay, let's go home now. But we should worship. We should praise. We should be willing to lift up that name above every name because even at our loudest, and I've had people say, well, i tell you what, uh, I would come to the church you're Pastor, but y'all so loud. Y'all are so loud. The music's loud. The praise is loud. The hand clap is loud and all of that. And I, I thought this is going to be the quietest world you ever live in. This is going to be the most quiet place you're ever going to live in. Because if you make it to heaven, it's going to be praise and worship without ceasing. If you go to hell, there's going to be weeping and wailing and gnashing of teeth. So this is the quietest place you'll ever live. But we ought not be quiet in the house of God. We ought not be quiet in our homes. We ought to be praising the Lord every day. Lift up your voice when, when uh, you know, we kind of get into a, a kind of a mold uh, and kind of a form and a fashion in praise and worship because uh, preachers say, let's praise the Lord, and everybody goes... And, and then say, well, let's lift up our voice. And everybody goes, yeah. But actually, it should be loud praise, exuberant praise, exciting praise. 
a praise that you know what the Lord has done for you and where he brought you from. Well, that's what we're seeing in heaven here. We're seeing that many Pentecostal services are quiet compared to the volumes of praise which will be sung in heaven. The raptured church will give praise for being redeemed by the blood of Christ out of every kindred, tongue, and people, and nation. We see that because all of a sudden, everyone had their harps and golden vials full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. You know, if you if you study the tabernacle plan, you have the altar, golden altar of incense, right before you enter into the Holy of Holies. That is representing, when you put incense on that, that's representing the prayers of the saints. That's why you can see these golden vials full of odors, and uh, and which are, and it simply reveals to us the prayers of the saints. Now, the next thing it says, and they sung a new song. Only the redeemed can sing this song. Only the redeemed can sing this song. Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof, for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred. And and I want to bring this up on the split screen. Kindred and tongue and people and nation. So let's back up and see this song. They sung a new song. They sung a new song. Only the redeemed can sing. Oh, you've redeemed us. This is why praise in heaven is going to be exuberant, and that's why praise on earth should be exuberant, should be exciting. Should You don't have to feel the Lord to praise the Lord. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help somebody right now. Oh, when I feel the presence of the Lord, then I'll praise him. No, you don't have to feel him to praise him. Praise is noise. We're instructed to lift up our voice. We're instructed to play upon the instruments. We're instructed to clap our hands, all ye people. We're instructed to lift up the name. And and all of these things, you know, you don't have to feel God to praise God. You don't even have to feel God to worship God. And and that's why some people say, well, I'm waiting until I feel God. And if I start feeling God, then I will worship him and I will praise him and I will shout and I will do this and I will do that. We have to learn our God is worthy for us, you and me, to praise him and worship him regardless. I'm not going to wait until I feel him. I'm going to praise him so I can feel him. Oh, I feel the Lord in this. I'm not going to wait until I feel him to worship him. I'm going to worship him so I can feel him. He inhabits the praises of his people. So I want to praise him. Are you praising him? I think we ought to praise him right now. I think we ought to praise him when we wake up. I think we ought to praise him through our day. I think we ought to have loud praise in the church. All the people that says they don't want to be in a loud atmosphere, I question whether they realize how much the Lord has done for them. Have you ever received something, a gift from somebody, and it was so valuable or something you wanted, and it just was so exciting that you just screamed out with with excitement? That's what praise should be in the house of God. That's the way we should respond to the Lord. And and when you look at this, what's going to be sung in heaven a new song. This new song is a redemption song. Thou art worthy to take the book. This is the song talking about Jesus. You're worthy to open the book, to loose the seals thereof. You're you're worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof for thou wast slain and hast redeemed us, which means bought us back. Again, if you want to know about the book and the seals, go to the previous teaching, and you will find uh, some of the things that we discussed about that in Jewish history. When someone wanted to redeem something, they would take the book 
and uh, that had what they was going to redeem in it, and they would loose the seals and open the book and say, I will buy back what this book contains. What, what was contained in this book? Well, this book was the, was the um, book that began to show fallen man, fallen man. But what did he do? He bought back fallen man. Jesus did, not, not anybody else. Not anybody else, but Jesus shed his own blood. And, you know, there, there's just scriptures that, uh, that uh, helps us to understand this. And I'd like to really, if I can find one right quick, uh, I would like to um, just uh, find this scripture so that you can uh, see that Jesus is worthy. And that's why he's worthy to unloose the seals. And that's why this praise is going on in heaven. Now, in Acts chapter uh, 20, Acts chapter 20 and verse 28, this is something very revealing, very revealing. Because remember, we know that this is talking about Jesus here in Revelation. He redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation. Let's read verse 28 of Acts chapter 20. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God which he purchased with his own blood. Notice the wording here. There is uh, no mention of the name of Jesus in this verse. It says, over which, over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased, redeemed with his own blood. So now we're seeing that Jesus is God. We're seeing that the Holy Ghost you know, these three are one. So now we're seeing this because in Acts chapter 20 and verse 28, we see the reference to who was worthy to purchase us back. And that was Jesus Christ. Remember Jesus said, I'll send you another comforter. And then before everything said and done, he said, I will come to you. Now, a lot of people want to put Jesus as second person in the Godhead. Jesus is not the second person in the Godhead. All the fullness of the Godhead dwells in Jesus bodily. It's all in him. It's all in him. So we see in Revelation that the lamb that was slain, which we know is Jesus, God manifest in the flesh, redeemed us to God by thy blood out of what? Every kindred and tongue and people and nation. So we find that uh, this is uh, in direct relation to Acts chapter 20 and verse 28. Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers to feed the church of God which he, he hath purchased with his own blood. I think that's just such a great verse. That's Acts chapter 20, verse 28. Mark that down. You will need that at some point to tell someone why Jesus is worthy. Then we find that in verse number 10, it says, and has made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Oh, I've been redeemed by the blood. My sins are washed away. I'm glad to know that the Lord has taken care of my sins. He has redeemed me. He bought me back. So that's why he is worthy to loose the seals and open the book and redeem fallen man. Oh, this is a great study. I hope that you're getting this.
because the latter part reveals this worship before the throne. And we find that the church will praise the Lord for being made kings and priests and for the promise of reigning on the earth. And that is uh, in verse number uh, verse number uh, 10, we see he's made us kings and priests unto our God, kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. And what did they do at that point? And I beheld, and I heard a voice of many angels round about the throne, and the beast and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands. Now, I don't know if you can number that. I think that's just a a great illustration of uh, helping us to understand that, uh, you know, out of all nations and tongues and kindreds and out of all of these uh, places up on earth, there's going to be people brought in. It's not just American. It's not just a U.S. thing. And sometimes we get hung up on that. A lot of times people say, well, you know, uh, U.S. is this and U.S. is that. It's not even about the U.S. It's about, it's about the state of Israel and the, and the nation of Israel, if you will, and Jerusalem. And it's, it's about his people and about uh, us who are redeemed. It's not about a nation as far as saying, well, this nation's going to be great or this nation's going to have a great part in the end time. You know, people get hung up on that. I just, I'm looking for this uh, event called the rapture. I'm not looking forward to going through uh, anything like the great tribulation or the wrath of God or anything. like. I want to make it in the first resurrection so that this, uh, this, praise and this worship around the throne that we can be a part of. We can sing that new song. Sing that new song. Uh, there, there used to be a song, and I can't even remember. Some of these old songs, I'm going to have to get them back out and uh, and start singing them again. It says, sing a new song under the blood. I've been washed by the blood of the land. Well, sing a new song under the blood. I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. Oh, that's a good song. So we're going to sing a new song. That's right. A new song in heaven is going to be sung. And praise and worship is going to be um, around the throne. And look at what they say. They don't say with a small voice, with a reserved voice, or with a voice that is kind of uh, uh, drawn back but saying with a loud voice. And I want to stop on verse number 12 because um, we'll pick up on that tomorrow um, because uh, I, want, I want to show you what they're saying. They're not saying it with a amen, hallelujah, not reserved, not quiet, but with a loud voice. So I want to close right there, and I want to uh, go to the Lord in prayer because um, we are um, faced today one day closer to the coming of the Lord. With things going on in Israel right now, that should open our eyes and say, I got to be ready. I got to get ready. I better make sure that I'm ready because the Lord is coming back. And be like our sister yesterday who ran to the altar, gave her life to the Lord, prayed, and then got baptized. We need to get ready because the Lord is coming. So with that said, let's go to the Lord in prayer in closing today. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for this opportunity that you have given us to be gathered here together in your precious name. You're good to us, Lord for revealing unto us that you alone was worthy to unloose the seals. You alone was worthy to open the book and to redeem and buy back fallen man from every nation, kindred tongue, every area, from all over the world, all over the globe. You are going to have people that are going to come out because they've been redeemed by the shedding of your blood. Thank you, Lord, for offering yourself, for buying me back, 
For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus. Ask and pray. Amen. That will close out our teaching today. I certainly hope that you enjoyed the teaching. This has been uh, our 159th episode of this year. We're trying to hit 200 per year because coming up, we're going to be celebrating our 10th anniversary coming up December the 5th. And we started back in 2013 and we'll have over 2,100 episodes uh, by the time we uh, reach the end of the year. So uh, we try to get a little over 200 episodes, as we said, per year. But uh, we're on episode 159 right now, and this is day 282 out of 365. We just studied our study, if you wonder where that uh, 193 or, or 1093 comes from. That is the lesson that we number that we've had through our entire studies. So we're on lesson 1093. Some people says, well, what, what's 1093? And then you're mentioning episode number 159. Anytime I mention an episode uh, for the year, it's just how many episodes we've had in 2023. So we've had 159 episodes thus far in 2023. So, uh, but overall, 1093 and we're working on more. So we we are so glad you have joined us. We hope that you will continue to pray for Jerusalem and Israel, and we hope to see you on tomorrow's broadcast. Because after all, uh, we want to uh, we want to gather together to fellowship with you once again and to study the word. Also, we do have our trivia question up and running. Our trivia question is this. Our trivia question is simply. get my trivia question up here. What number on the list of the Ten Commandments is honor thy father and thy mother? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Everybody have a great day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.